This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for a bigger job, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. That. Hey, Francis, Julia Gallerati, how are you? Listen, I was thinking we'd take the old wags out to, yeah, uh, to a Bagatelle club. on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you think? Eat some dog shit scrambled egg <laughs> excuse for food. <laughs> then it's like, all right, who's ready for champagne? <laughs> what? That doesn't typically follow my egg scramble. <laughs> Champagne and then 14 vodka cranberries. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Guys, welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Julio Gallerati, Francis Ellis, Ryan and Chris in this bitch, hanging out. In the bitch. In We're in bitch. it. Dude, I have a uh, surprise for you. What? That I wanted to, uh, this came about before you got here today. What the heck? And uh, I think this would be fun for us. So Come on. I'm about to pull it out. Oh, I like a surprise. You guys know me. Ooh, what could it be? What could I? All right, bro. This is a a game called Let's Get Deep, and it's questions for couples. And wow. I think we should do some of them. I actually thought it said Let's Get Sleep, and that it was a way to help me sleep better. <laughs> this was in here already. So apologies to any other shows if like somehow this is infringing Their upon what thing. you do. <laughs> yeah. But dude, here you go. This is questions for couples. Here you go. There's a couple for you. A couple okay. for me. Uh. And let's do some, bro. Some of these are pretty good. These say all they all say deeper on one side. Uh, so is there like a deep, deeper, and deepest? I don't know about that. Oh, whoa, that's actually kind of crazy. Deep, deep. How did you know that, dude? Well, Mike, that would have been. I got the middle one, so I would have guessed. There's deep and deeper. Is there not a and deepest? What is this? These are icebreakers. Oh no, we don't yeah, need icebreakers. Let's get deep. Let's get. Let's get deep. Let's keep deeper. Well, well, there was, okay. Oh, These are, uh, this is fun. Okay, this is good. Okay. okay, we can pick ones that we think are applicable. Mm -hmm. if, if you're excited about yours. You... No, you go ahead. You are okay. even more excited. What? <laughs> What's your favorite trait about yourself and why? <laughs> why do you see my question for you? <laughs> What's my favorite trait about me? Yes. Uh, that doesn't feel like a partner building question. <laughs> this is like a narcissistic question. My favorite trait about myself. I don't know. This is like probably an, uh, I, I, I can't say that summarily this is the right answer for my life. But right now, something that I enjoy about myself and I think people would agree with <laughs> is that I do fundamentally get excited for the successes of other people it's good. that i really i really champion other people especially people i like uh and i i get excited for them without jealousy that's good and maybe there's jealousy but it's not the it's not the prevailing feeling when other people get successes that's solid it's a good answer is something I, I like. I would I would agree that that's a very good quality. Like I can tell you and you would, I think you would agree that there are times where you have had things you've gotten where I've been happier for you than you have been happy for yourself. That is true. That is true. And that kind of pisses me off. <laughs> okay, wait Be a second. Because then this it makes is me... about me, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, fine. Ready for my question? Sure. Am I supposed to ask like what, uh, am I supposed to ask you that question about yourself too? No, I don't think so. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. If you had to take my clothes off without using your hands, how would you do it? Oh man! <laughs> without using my hand, I, do you want me? I guess I'm just gonna like literally answer the question. I'm not sure. I would just instruct you to take them off yourself. For me. That's oh. come on. That's a workaround. 
<laughs> what am I supposed to just use my legs? Let's say let's say that I you drug f- you. You found my body <laughs> on the side of the road, <laughs> and you're worried there are bullet holes, or you're trying to figure out what's wrong with me. You don't know how to treat me. You know, you fuck. What happened to Fran? Does he? What does he need? Right. I have to see what's under his clothes. He's wearing a big time metal outfit. I'd be like, "Hey, kid, get over here!" Yeah. Oh, who me? Some old yeah, kid you come here. Walking his bike on the side. You um, make twenty bucks. Take this guy's clothes off. Yeah, but you can't use your hands, Julio. So really, I mean, let's be honest. It's either teeth or feet. Hey, but dude, I can't just use another person. Is that not fair? I don't, know. I don't know if you're playing the game. And by the way, if you asked a kid to do it, you'd get in trouble. I wouldn't get in trouble. I'm not conscious. <laughs> I'm not even going to remember. Um, okay. This. Okay. Here we go. What's something... So this might be the same answer, actually. But I'd be curious if you have a different answer. What's something that you do regularly, regularly to nurture positive feelings within our relationship? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's more specific to us, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um. That I do to nurture positive feelings of, I think I think it's similar to what we said in the last episode with KFC, where it's like, you know, we send each other messages of, wow, the pod really ripped this week, or mm-hmm. look at this, or, for example, when you sold out in Washington D.C., I kept trying to say, holy shit, that's an insane achievement, mm-hmm. um, because I know you you had some frustrations about that, but oh yeah, about what. Just the the deal wasn't great oh, or, and stuff like right. that, but I was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't you can't deny the fact that you sold so many tickets. The fact that they forced me to put people on the show in the middle of the show. All of these yeah. things. <laughs> I was trying to and that's a challenge, by the way. It's a challenge to um to to keep to keep pointing you towards the light of your own success. Mm-hmm. As opposed to I, I, I harping on the negative things, I didn't want you to walk out of Washington D.C. after six sold-out shows, focused on these the 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 the, the marginalization and lesser-than treatment from the club, or the fact that a, a another comedian was foisted upon you. Um, I wanted you to ride that train home or fly. However, how'd you get home? Drove. Yeah, I wanted you to yeah. drive home. Listening to some little, little what's its name? Little somebody, little somebody, not not Yachty. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to listen to that kind of music, but <laughs> listen to something you know that you loved mm-hmm. and feeling like holy shit, yeah, six sold out shows. Yeah. That's nuts. You're right. You're right. You're right. And I appreciated that. that and you do helpful. the same thing for me. So totally. Um. All right. Here's the one I want to ask you. Okay. Okay. A lot of these are sexual. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I mean, a lot of these are career-oriented, too. But uh, here's a fun one. What outfit do you feel sexiest in? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm shy. <laughs> oh, man. What outfit do I feel sexiest in? Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, something where when I see the picture of myself and I, if I look good in it, I'm like, wow. I look good in that. Is that a cop out? Do I have to say something specific? Yeah, I, mean more specific I think you have that. such a range. Look, let me give you four outfits. Okay. So there's, um, <laughs> you know, what you're wearing right now. That I would call it the Julio, a, a hoodie, hat, and joggers or something like that. Something cool. Uh, then there's any of the awesome outfits you wore in Afghanistan, whatever those things are called. <laughs> those are pretty good. Those are sick. Those are sick. Okay, and those are in the running. Okay. Uh, I would also add the suit that you wore to Ricky's wedding, which I specifically like thought was really sick. Interesting. Thank I you. thought you and Hillary in that picture of you guys at that wedding were like a dynamite wow. couple. The like pink one, the pink. It was like a what, pink. the one you wore to officiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, and then you had a. I think the the suit you wore to my wedding, the rehearsal dinner specifically. Because oh, it was like yeah. white t-shirt. Red. It was like a... Red. Yeah, I, and yeah, then... Yeah. And yeah, I thought you guys were glowing that Thanks, night man. too. I think sometimes like I look forward to when I hit an age where like I default to dressing like that more often than not. Dressing up a little? That'll come someday where I'm like the guy who's wearing sort of like business casual at a, like as a baseline. I feel like someday I'm going to make that switch. I don't mind that. 
I think that's also a better um better graduation than graduating to a guy who's wearing jeans with a tucked in button down. Right, right. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I don't yeah. like that. Not feeling that these I days. don't like preppy being a a next phase of my life. I don't want to get preppier. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. put that behind me. Mm-hmm. Preppy's in the the rear view. Dude, I had a time where my uh, my first girlfriend, her parent, her mom would like take me shopping, and like I was wearing like the preppiest clothes Same. for like a short period of time. Uh, I didn't even know that that's what it was. I didn't know that there was like like where I came from, there was no like specific style. It was like everybody shopped at like Bob's. Whatever it was called, Bob's. The discount a, furniture, not store? Bob's discount furniture. There oh. was a Bob's for clothes. Okay, we all went there or whatever store was nearby, and nobody looked a type, you know. Right. So I didn't realize I had been prepified until I now look back on the photos and see myself wearing pastels and fucking yes, you know, yes, it's an interesting thing. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think it's your turn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here we go. Do you feel like we spend too much time together, too much time apart, or have a good balance? It's a good question. It did occur to me that we haven't hung out socially in a little while. Or have we not? I, especially with our, our wags. With our wags. Uh, I think they have plans this upcoming weekend, by the way. Have they? I believe so. Oh, good. <laughs> Which is good. Um, but um, yeah, we haven't done like a fun dinner nonsense. Yeah. By the way, oh, I got a story for you. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you I'm this story? Yeah, okay, okay. We can retire the game. That was fun. Because we used to do these. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> That's nice. Right, we used to do these uh, these social nights all the time, and it, it was always fun to sort of see where that would lead. And totally, I I miss drinking with you because I haven't drunk with you in a while. Yeah, outside of like a comedy club, exactly. Or like even like a tangential, like a bar stool, like some sort of like comedy or work related thing. I don't want. I don't want any. I don't want work to have anything to do with it. We can uh-huh. talk about work, but but I don't want it. Um, I don't want it to have anything to do with work. I mm. want a night that who knows where it's going to end. Maybe we end up going back to your apartment, mm-hmm. um, doing God knows what. <laughs> Maybe I stay out past my comfort zone, make it to midnight. I don't know. Put some pizza in you. Yeah, yeah, getting real. <laughs> dangerous oh baby speaking of my heart has been hurting lately really and that is a troubling development <laughs> but is that okay <laughs> is it possible that it's like a muscular i don't thing? know man i've had that happen i haven't said anything um you know because sierra's dad died of a heart attack and i don't want to worry her and i don't think she really listens to the pod but Typically, when you have a health thing, the first person you tell it about is your significant yeah. other, and I haven't told her about this one, and I'm not really sure if I'm supposed to go get it looked at. Well, did you have a physical any time recently? No, haven't had a physical. I had one right before we went to Africa, because I went and got the shots. Gotcha. Um, so did they do EKG and stuff? No. They did not. Okay, so you... Okay. I, you know what I did have is I went and saw a cardiologist about this whole statin thing that I needed. Oh, right. Which I got and I'm on. But at that time, I didn't have this heart pain. And now that's developed. Gotcha. So I have and a is, line to them and I think I should probably go back and see them. Is it because of this thing? That's what I don't know. Right. And, and you're wrong. sure it's like, what is it, like a tightness? Sometimes, I guess the best way that I could describe it is that there are times uh, where out of nowhere, I'll I'll take a deep breath, and it oh, almost yeah. feels like the fibers of my heart are pulling apart. Is it like a like? It's a it's a sharp it like pain, a palpitation? and I can I can mm, no, it doesn't skip a beat. It doesn't feel like a beating thing. It feels like um, something's ripping. Weird in my in my heart, and it's been only for a little bit. Of, of yeah, but time. it's been. It's it's Couple not weeks. going away. How so? I've had like muscular things like that before. If that makes you feel better, I'm sure that you have too, and this is different. I've had yeah, I've had stitches. Right? Yeah. Oh, I've got a stitch, or I've got a cramp, or so. This things. is like your heart. This has been so specifically feeling like it is my heart. How long? Yeah, probably uh, two weeks now. Oh, yeah, week and a half, two weeks. Might as well make an appointment, man. Go in there. You know. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Can I have a heart attack right now? I'm 33. 
I'm in very decent health, I think. Well, I don't think so. Unless I don't think we can tell you. No, can but I like, have a heart attack? I have no idea. But like I, you know, correct me, everybody. If anybody knows more than me about this, which you know, listeners certainly will, and I'm sure they'll chime in. But like, unless it's like in your fa- like hereditary, well, I think it's unusual to have young heart attacks. There's like a there is a history in my family of of heart attacks and heart disease. But my uncle had one, I think, when he was like 54, which even then we considered that young. Yeah, yeah. I think you're probably fine, dude. Um. Yeah, me too. You're fine. But this is us being guys. But go to the doctor. Should I? Yeah. It's not like, I don't know. I'm I'm usually good about this. I'm not good about it with the dentist, but I'm good about it with the doctor where it's just like, I might as well just go deal with it. Like it's not, it's scarier to not go to the doctor. Yeah. The heart is a scary one, bro. Yeah. What's, um? what would you say the scariest things are if, if all of a sudden you felt like some part of your body was hurting or malfunctioning? What's. What's the scariest? I think like the deterioration of your senses, of any of them, is potentially scary. Holy smokes. I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> you know, you're talking about like all of a sudden you put your hand through a candle and you're like, nothing. Well, yeah. I feel like that's the most unlikely one. But like if your vision were to like, if you just like couldn't ah, see suddenly. Vision is, or if you couldn't hear or you couldn't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I know tasting and smelling is like a virus thing, clearly, that we all, I don't know, something like that. Or dude, any like abnormal premature condition that like changes the course of the way that you're going to live your life. Right. That is scary to me. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's too broad or whatever or, or not what you no, were No, no. I, I think that was exactly right. I think, my God, I hadn't even thought about that. All of a sudden you start losing your vision. That's really scary. Yeah. I, I guess I had just assumed brain and heart. I think brain and heart to me are the most, if all of a sudden either of those decides to just uh i mean a stroke that's brain right yeah thanks Spro- so. stroke you're you're gone lights are out heart stops boy well you're not dead though but like a, lo- a lot high, of like, people i know a lot of people do die but like it's, there's like a, a decent likelihood of like being normal again after is there not uh Maybe that's a ryan question. depends on the size of it yeah. as well as how quickly you get i think cpr Interesting. which leads to the next question How's your CPR game? Average to non-existent. Would you feel like you could? I would try, but like I don't know, but dude, I I, I need to be recertified. Let's talk. <laughs> did you did you have it at one point? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you. Well, had then you're get... better off than most. In my high school, I think that we all got it in like health class or something. If I recall, wow, that's a pretty good thing for a school to do. I believe that we did. Yeah, do I'm you guys pretty... have CPR? I got certified in order to be an official babysitter <laughs> when I was like 13 or 14. That is phenomenal, yeah. dude. I missed my basketball game because I had to go to CPR training. I was the only boy there. I was very upset. That's great, bro. I took me a Pilates <laughs> class in the morning. The only thing I know is that you have to do staying alive, and that's how you keep people alive to the beat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's the beat. From the, from the <laughs> office episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember any of it all right but so i feel like i could figure it out let's say let's rank let's rank the room in the order that you uh, of all of us the order in which you would want who's the most per- the person you'd most want to administer cpr to you if you lost it sounded like ryan yeah, yeah. i'm thinking yeah. ryan <laughs> yeah. i'm thinking but you got to take into account too the the lip thing that he's gonna be smooching you basically I mean, I'm not. It's going to be weirder for any of you doing it to me because I'm not going to be conscious, so I don't really care. True, but you're. What if you? What if you wake up? See, like if I wake up and Chris's scratchy beard is all over my face, <laughs> I'm like, what, wow, what's happening? What if here? that gives you an extra shock? And you're like, oh my god, I'm yeah, alive. Might that might be what we need. Yeah, it could yeah. happen. Yeah. What are there? Tarantulas crawling over me? What? How did I pass out here? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it. To me, it's it's, it's Ryan probably won't just because I think he's got the clean. He's got a very clean mouth. <laughs> very clean mouth and and probably but but it sounds to me like you've you've got a pretty good sense of it i'm not sure man you both i'm not confident been certified at some point yeah i'm not confident still to me it's ryan chris me you i'm last i'm worse potentially well you I'm say last. you have no experience he knew the staying alive thing. That's, that's all. I know that from the office that might be episode. Wrong. You know that too? I know that, but that <laughs> doesn't even, that? that's also silly. I always watch that episode. I'm like, well, everyone can sing that song at a different pace. How do you? How fast do you have staying alive in your head? 
What if you're freaking out because your friend's dead and you're like, staying alive, staying alive, ha, 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 ha. You and you're literally keeping it. I mean, the DeMar Hamlin thing made me realize that like I wouldn't have been able, I may not have been able to keep him alive Yeah. when that happened to him. Yeah. You know? And I think that, is that why, is CPR more on your mind because of that? Mm. Unconsciously? Or No, I don't know why, where did we get that, I, mean, yeah. um, that I think from. maybe that came to my head because of the fact that you, when I, talking about hard stuff. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Oh, got it. Yeah, got it. Right. I'd go Julio, Chris, and you. Damn, I'm the loser. <laughs> CPR. Why, loser. Why you you got. You got to get that in your in your back pocket because that's a great way to be a hero. Yeah. Ooh. I feel like Francis, that opportunity yeah. comes, and then you true. don't get to be the guy. That's so true, Francis. You need that. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really good point. I mean, I, I feel like Francis, though, like he's the type of guy who I was thinking about you when I was watching Triangle of Sadness. Have you watched it yet? I haven't. So like basically it's it's a thing where these people end up being in a situation where they're surviving to not give too much away. And, like you know, a lot of the like fancy people on the boat are just not that capable in the wild. I feel like you would be one of the like fancy people who would actually who would be capable in the wild. Mm. And like very quickly, you'd snap into a mode where you were actually a leader. Of the survival effort. Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. that way about you. Where yeah, you're yeah. like, you know, we should be... We need to do this. I'll go do this. You do that. You know? So, I don't know. And you know what? You I think need, you are capable. You need someone who's willing to be heartless, too. Because <laughs> there may be somebody uh, in that group who's just not not playing along, not a team player. All they're doing is making everyone more worried, more mm. nervous. They're, I'm, right. I'm throwing that guy overboard. <laughs> So, dude, Hill Dog and I are in the process of finally moving. It's about to happen. Uh, Tensions have been high. End of an era. End of an era. Um, yeah, it's a big strain on a relationship. We're not meeting in the middle. No. I'm sort of like failing to understand what's so stressful about it. Mm. She uh, would argue that I'm not being sort of uh, empathetic or compassionate enough. She would also argue that she's doing more. Both. That is true. All true. Uh, you know, we're trying to make it happen. But fortunately, I'll tell you what. One thing that helps cut through some of the tension, just having that nice cup of coffee. Every yeah, morning, you know, you can always, people say break bread. I say uh, break beans. Break beans. Break oops beans. Break open a tin of the oops beans from Brooklyn Roasting Company, and you'll just watch all those issues that seem so insurmountable to your relationship uh, from the night before. They'll, they'll, they'll dissipate yeah. as that smell of that rich aroma wafts into your nasties break beans break beans it's comforting and it makes everywhere feel like home whether it's a new home an old home transitioning out of an old home to a new home mm. the, the smell of the beans will be consistent yeah the beans especially from the brooklyn roasting company the finest the oops blend mm. uh, that's gonna that's gonna break any tension gone Just, you'll watch it waft away on the wind and you'll say to yourself i don't even remember yeah. what we were fighting about. yeah where is it where is it where is it seriously yeah. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> guys, go to brooklynroasting.com. We have our own signature coffee over there. That's the Oops Beans blend. Use promo code Oops Beans. That's 5% off your order. Brooklynroasting.com, promo code Oops Beans. So real quick, I had this thought too. By the way, DC shows were pretty much all amazing. Uh, the comment that we made earlier was only... Uh, in reference to the late show on Sunday, mm -hmm. which they added extra. So I don't want anybody who went to the show and was like, oh, it was an awesome show to think there was some sort of drama. There definitely wasn't. I mean, the shows were amazing mm -hmm. almost the entire weekend. So, okay. Moving on. Uh, where were we? All right. So here's something really fun for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to like this. Okay. So Sierra and I went out to dinner uh, because we realized that we need to do that more. We need more dates. We need mm. more sexiness, more reasons to, you know, dress up and gossy up and smell nice and get in there. Enjoy something that including each other, but over food or whatever, some kind of thing. Because we haven't been going on many dates because we moved and all of our time has been spent rearranging the apartment, setting all that shit up. This, yeah, the tension of moving. I, just, I, I still just don't fully understand it, but it is a thing, apparently. Yeah. We'll get into that, too. Yeah. But we went on a date. We went to dinner. And we're big fans of sitting at the counter. What, what kind of spot are we talking? A nice restaurant. So, like, uh, there's seating available now at the bar. Yeah. Okay. We like that. Yeah, I, I like too. it. I do too. Because 
I can hear what she's saying more easily. Interesting. She's in my ear. Across the table, I got all the noise from the restaurant just, yeah. just coming in at me. I can't decipher what she's saying. I got to do a lot of lip reading. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's a, who, it's a real who's who in yeah. here. <laughs> Plus, when you set up the counter, you get to watch them cook and prepare and plate the food. That's fun. That's fun. Seeing that clean, organized kitchen. That's fun. Yeah. You get to talk to the chefs. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> well, you know, what are you doing there? Uh, we ask we ask him for cooking tips. I ask him. I uh, and then, by the way, the executive chef came out. Classic, classic wow. move. Came out. You know, you could just tell right away this this guy was the guy. Mm-hmm. We started talking to him, and I don't know why, but he liked us. I'm not going to venture to guess okay. why. Okay. Maybe it was because we were young and had a good sense of humor, and you know, enjoying the food and asking him questions and stuff. But he he started really seeming to take an interest in us and he walked us into the kitchen because i'd asked him questions about cooking and stuff and he was like you got to get one of these things we're just in the kitchen that's crazy and the other chefs are like yeah you can get that on this place or something what restaurant is this one white street mm. you ever been there Mm-mm. tribeca it's good it's fucking good it's kind of you know they have like a tasting menu and then they have an a la carte mm-hmm. i think i would go a la carte okay if i were to go again uh, but it was great. We did the wine pairing. We went all out. It was nice. Um, really good. Chef was the man. All good shit. This whole experience was, we also had a 5.45 p.m. reservation, which is my favorite time to eat. Yeah. I like an early dinner reservation. I do too. And to the degree that when we left and paid our bill and whatnot, uh, it was only eight o'clock. That's great. And we had mentioned during the dinner, ooh, you know, what, do we want to do more? Mm. Do we want to add more to this night? Will <laughs> will the dogs be okay? They'll be fine. <laughs> They'll be fine. You know, mm. we got out of there, and by that time, our resolve had weakened a little. We were like, ah, maybe the dogs yeah. are missing us. Maybe, maybe we're tired. But we said, you know what? No, we got to try and she had heard of this new bar, a new hip spot. Okay. And we didn't know if we could get in. We didn't know what type of place. What night of the week is this? It's a Friday night. Okay. So the place is called uh, Jacks on Bond, but it's spelled J-A-C apostrophe S. Got it. Jack with no K. And it's a place that was started by Nicholas Braun, who is Greg from cousin Greg from Succession. Your old pal, my old pal, right? Old pal, and uh, it's trendy. It's hip. We get up. We we take a cab, a New York cab from Tribeca up there. It's raining. Yeah. So we're feeling we're feeling we're feeling really New York. We're feeling young, hip. Sexy, you know, we've, we've become friends with the chef of this restaurant. All this shit, we get in a cab, cabbie, cabbie. <laughs> yeah, we get in there, we go up, we get out of the cab, we walk up. There's a doorman, there's a bouncer, there's another doorman, and they're cool. They're not, they're not basic. I don't know how else to put it. They're wearing funky shit. They know what's up. They're discerning. Now, my wife and I, we're dressed well. We're a co-ed couple. Not me and three of my bros trying to come in. But I immediately find myself feeling uh, that familiar feeling of dread. Mm. Of looming rejection. Yeah. That I hadn't felt in many years. I haven't tried to get into some place like this in I don't even know how long. Years and years and years. Um, and so I start I start building my story. You know, what what's our way in? What's our reason here? Because I also don't want to be rejected in front of my wife. Right. 
That is the key thing. There's stakes here. It mattered. I, I, I didn't want to be humiliated. We, we've just taken a cab up here. It's not cute not to get in. It's so, it's so out of character for us to try to do something like this, that to go up and tr- to, to summon our courage and put our best foot forward, only to be told, no, you can't come in, and then get another cab, and now we're farther from home would probably be the final nail in the coffin of us ever trying to do something like this again. Mm-hmm. So we come up, and I'm like, by the way, this used to be something that I was good at, and I'm not proud when I say that. But convincing doormen to, to let us in mm-hmm. was something that I was, you know... Smooth, sweet smooth, I was them. smoothish at. Mm-hmm. We get up there, and he's like, do you have a reservation? instantly not not a great start not a good start it's a bar mm-hmm. said no we don't have a reservation we just uh had an early dinner my wife and i were hoping we might come in for a drink we've heard great things uh, i'm sorry mm. we're at capacity sorry guys another night make a reservation mm. okay well all right okay i guess that's fine you know is there another night she starts to say like is there another night of the week where it'd be easier they're like yeah just you know bullshit and i (laughs) i i am so ashamed Mm. of what i did next would you juice him i said would it help to know that i'm friends with nicholas braun (laughs) well done i name dropped cousin greg from succession the second I said that, the other doorman, who was clearly the one really running the show, goes, you know Nick? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, prove it. Oh, my God. Oh. oh. You the <laughs> Hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> By the way, now there are like five or six <laughs> other people in the line, and they let one of those couple in <laughs> without... Even asking, asking. Yeah. so immediately you know one. The game. They're not at capacity. It is a question of worth, uh, and there's a way in. But I have my back against the wall <laughs> because all I have between me and cousin Greg are like ten DMs. <laughs> but for the record, That's solid. For the record, Nicholas Braun DM'd me. So at least you have that. I have him DMing me saying he loved the traffic video, the stopping of the shoulder, uh, and being like, this is so funny. I can't remember exactly, whatever. And we went back and forth a little bit after that. You may recall it ended with me asking him if he wanted to come over to our apartment. I was wondering if you like, deleted like, that message and showed the rest. London or yeah. Oslo or some shit. Oh, he replied? Yeah, he did. Oh, sick. Yeah, he, he didn't John Mayer me. John Mayer is gone. He is gone from my he world. He played you. I think he is fundamentally gone from you my world. You guys had one wild night together. We sure did. We sure. I flew a little too close to the sun and forgot that my body was actually a wonderland. And uh, <laughs> here, here we are. So well done. Well done. Nicholas Braun, cousin Greg. Uh, he goes, you know Nick, and I said, a little. I said, yeah, or so, I don't know. Maybe did you I said, say a little. I don't know what I said. I said, yeah, yeah. I, I said, yeah. I said, I said, yeah, we, I know. And he goes, prove it. And I go, okay. Um, let me just, let me just, he go, oh no, he said, he go, I think he didn't say prove it. He said, have him text me, text AP, okay. this guy's name, because have him text AP at Jackson Bond and you'll be all, all set. And I was like, okay, cool. So I pull out my phone and I'm like, I guess I'm going to DM. <laughs> Nicholas Braun, who I haven't spoken to in months and months, and we don't know each other at all, and just be like, hey, dude. Um, so I DM him. I'm like, hey, man, total Hail Mary here, but my wife and I are trying to get into Jackson Bond. Any chance you can text AP and let him know. And then they're letting these other people in, and then I'm like, okay, you know, I'm waiting for a response. And the guy goes, Matter of fact, I'll just text him. What's your name? And I go, do, I go. Do you mind if I text him first? And he goes, Sure, fine. And then like ten seconds go by. I'm fucking around on my phone. And he goes, You know what? 
I'm not going to make you do all that. I'm not going to watch you do all that. Just come on in. Nice, dude. And he let us in. Nice. And then I deleted the DMs that wow. I had sent nice. to Dustin nice. Gray before I hope Let's he could see them. <laughs> wow, dude, the lesson there, one of the key negotiation tactics in all negotiating is just wearing the other side down. I dude. guess that's what it is. That's that's top one of the top ways to do it. Well I guess done. that's what it is. And dude, we that went inside bold. and we ordered some drinks. And let me tell you something. This place was awesome. It was so cool. It was a place that if I had if it had been around in my twenties, I would have wanted to be yeah, there every fucking Saturday. So what was it like? Was it was it like a bottle service place? Or no, 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 no. Just it's like a, a lounge. There was a pool table in it. Yeah. And it was a nice pool table. This seems like the next step of that, like you can't get in here type of place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But dude, keep in mind, it was eight p.m. on a Crazy. friday this was not 11 o'clock uh-huh. i don't know how late this place rolls but you know i could y- you'd have to think me and my wife who well-dressed youngish new york city couple why were we having a hard time getting in there right right um but even so we, we you know we go in it's 80 percent women mm. in there all of whom are having like bullshit dinner there's no real you know the food is like oh it's like an acme situation maybe yeah. we're like that's the trick to get in you make a dinner reservation yeah they're, but they're also sitting at like the tiniest tables mm-hmm. cramped around they're not having a nice dinner they just did it to go there mm-hmm. but the, and i'm sure the food is not great they're t- they're very tiny plates yeah tuna bikini small plates just jack's tiny meatball skewers bullshit dinner. So, okay okay so it's not dinner it's not really, really a dinner spot no but it's all girls being, you know, there who want to be there. And um, a lot of them are posted up at the bar, just standing at the bar with one elbow on the bar, having their cocktails to the degree that we couldn't even get in to order a drink. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of have to just part the sea a little. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I haven't done this in a while. I haven't been in a place that crowded, like, fought yeah. for air. Why are the stakes high? This is your free time, and somehow you're fighting for your life in there. Exactly. You know? And and also, there was so much room. I say it was crowded. It was crowded at the bar, but there was plenty of room for them to let. They were, they were not at capacity, obviously. But we hung our coats up on little hooks under the bar, and I had a backpack, which was probably not in my favor. Mm. That's not a good look. In fact, I was trying to almost hide it behind yeah. my back. Why did you have it? I had worked out before dinner, and and okay, and I needed to bring workout clothes. So um, you, but you left the office, went to the gym, then went to meet at dinner because we had a five forty five reservation. Got it, got it. Um, and I hang up my backpack, I hang up our coats, I order our drinks, and fast forward to when we're leaving, both of our coats have been knocked off and are on the floor. They're <laughs> wet uh, from people stepping on them, uh, right? And uh, you know, tough to get a drink. Tough to hear each other. We like did our own little tour. The artwork was cool. They had 90s hip-hop foot photography, mm. sort of street art that was cool. Um, they have another back room, which was like a little more private, which I thought would be cool to actually because it was quieter. And then the pool table was cool. But, you know, we were there for half an hour, and I remember just being like, okay, you know, what what, what are we doing here? Mm. Do we feel better? because we're here was this a notch on our belt does this lift us up societally i mean but is it even about that though like you know what i mean i tried wondering did you have that actual conversation or were you just thinking a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. a little bit we had it of like wouldn't we rather be home watching the crown right right. what have we proven to ourselves Mm -hmm. what is our fun social thing now it's hanging with friends it's having dinners it's you know, otherwise, this this scene of, of, of all these people who I assume, and this is very cynical, who I assume the purpose of being here is being in here. Mm-hmm. It's not, oh, the music's excellent. Mm. We're going to dance. We're going to meet cool people. Play pool. Enjoy the food. None of those things. It's simply to know we were here. That's where we were. Everyone else says this place is great. 
Mm-hmm. Yada yada. And, and and that didn't matter to us as much, at which point the mysticism faded away and we were left with a loud, crowded, uncomfortable venue where we were just people watching and we didn't give a fuck after 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we were like, fuck it, let's go home. Yeah, fair. And I walked out and you could just tell the guy was like, just like I thought. They don't really? get it. Really? Because we were only there for 25 minutes. I bet you, I, I could tell the doorman was like, yeah, I figured you guys wouldn't last. To me, it's like a baller move to only go in for a second. Just grab one drink and leave. You know, if you shut the place down, that's like a more of a fucking... Oh, dude! Well, till next time I come back, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what was your name again? You gonna be here tomorrow? Uh, can I get your number? Yeah, get your number. Um, but yeah, that was the deal, and and I I was I I didn't feel good about the way that I'd gotten in. I didn't feel good that I had to fucking yeah yeah. You almost you were almost humiliated. It was so tense yeah, and stressful, and I just you know. Yeah. I don't want to even get famous to the level where that doesn't happen. Well, because you won't even want to go. Like, what, well, you know. Well, I don't want Real that. famous people aren't, don't want to be there. Being so famous. All is, these, like, wannabes. Yeah, it's cool when you're 24. No, but, dude, but still, like, those kind of, like, places, like, you know what I mean? Those people at those kind of places are, if you're a famous person, you won't. Everyone's going to be staring at you. Yeah. And fucking, you know what I mean? But I think Acting some people, like they don't care, but they care so much. I think some people get off to that. You know, I saw a guy come in. And he was, you know, short guy. And I don't normally, whatever. But he was wearing like a leather coat. And he gave this long, prolonged hug with a cheek kiss to one of the hostesses. Yeah. Went to, the, went to the part of the bar where the bartenders were exiting you know, that open gap mm-hmm. and like high dapped up the bartender and ordered his own drink without having to deal with the line. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool, dude, you're the man, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I remember like, I've always been bad at cultivating that kind of relationship with like the guy who works at the place. It's just like such a disingenuous thing that like, I never was really in a spot where I was good at it. Um, but I remember one time, like randomly, I was in LA for a little bit and I happened to be outside of a place like that I was at. It was like a dinner spot. But some guy comes out and I start talking to him. And he ends up like being the guy who's the gatekeeper at like all the best spots. Oh, wow. So he's like, dude, anytime you want to come to any of these places, just pull up. And I was like, okay. And then I like tried a couple of days later and like got into the sickest place. Huge line, like whatever. And I was going back to New York and I was like, damn, it's such a shame that I'm about to like waste this. The only time I've happened to have it. Yeah. Because like those things require maintaining it. Yes. You need to go semi-regularly. You got to keep your face up. You got to be, yeah. You got to keep reminding like, ah. them of your name and all that bullshit. And I was also past the point where I cared about it. Because like, right. like you said, when I was younger, like that, that was so valuable. It mattered. You're single, like, oh, oh, like we don't know what to do if you are the guy who's like, guys, you know what? Let's just, and yeah. then you could be like, uh, them, those two, yeah. and then her too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, don't worry, guys. I yeah, got yeah. us. Yeah, that's it. Right. Thanks, bro. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, bro. People yeah, are like yeah. worrying about being near you so they don't get left in the dust, dude. Oh. Yeah, and then you get in, and it's it's a place where the the gender balance is is fair. It's at least fifty fifty. Uh, the only if you're a single guy in New York and you don't have something like that, your only other option are going to like Murray Hill bars or yeah. places where it just smells like farts and it's nine dudes to one chick, <laughs> and you're like ah. Dude, the other thing, too, about that, those sucks. kind of places, the cool thing to do once you're there is to act like it sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, this place sucks, dude. Yeah. It's <laughs> not what it used to be. It sucks, dude. Can you got you a believe? new DJ, man. God. Dude, it's so lame. It's like, damn, bro. Sometimes caught up people. Dude, sometimes I'll go buy old nightclub, plot, play, not, you know, loungy places that I used to go to, and, um, and I see that the doorman is the same guy. I know, I know. And I'm like, my God. Like, remember that act, the guy who was the actor who worked at all those places? He was in The Wrestler. He's in, he was this guy. He's the, I'm going to show you a picture of him. And you're going to be like, oh, that guy. Uh, I wonder if that guy's still around. I suspect he still is. Do you Ron know who I'm Killings? talking about? What? Is it Ron Killings? No. Um, I'm going to show Francis. Dude, there was a guy named Ty who was the door guy at no. Southside for many years. 
That was the place that a lot of people care I, about. I, I remember. I had definitely Benny spent some was time another there. guy. Benny's the guy who the um, guy from the the spot with the beer, where the beer yeah. was thrown at my car. And he's him. just bounced around all these different places, <laughs> bro. This guy. Yeah, I, I've seen that yeah, guy. This guy. I know that guy. That guy's the guy. Yeah. Then there was the gay guy who was really short and wore like fur coats. Who was the doorman at Electric Room? I don't know if you ever went to that. I did go to Electric Room, yeah. but not like. You regularly. show the photo to the camera. I don't want to give this guy. Okay. This guy will get off knowing that people were doing this about him. I don't want him. Okay. I don't want him to have that. Well, um, let me ask you this. Should we have a throwback day or night where we go to a fucking nightclub? And I'm not talking about Marquee. I'm saying whatever the good spot is. Let's now. should we get the wags together, get the boys together? And go do a Lavo brunch or a PhD sunset party, and just bottle service ourselves. Whatever the like thing to be doing now is, because I don't want to be in the like twilight years of what once was. No, I know fucking finance bros only. Yeah, but I think if we're with our wags, it's okay. I'm, yeah, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. As a celebration, or would we just get there, be 20 minutes in, and just be like, this is corny as hell? I think the Hill Dog would like that. I think that it is something that I'm open to. She doing. would? Yeah, she would. She loves the idea of like a throwback club banger night. Club banger night. Her friends actually planned to have one the other night, and it ended up like not working out, but they had like reserved bottle service. Like, wow. They were doing it. So club I think, banger night. I think we could talk to Night where we mm. dance. Yeah. Get fun. home late. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get home late, dude. I'm down, dude. We're going to have to figure something out about the dogs. <laughs> You're going to have to figure something out. I mean, they're going to be her concerned. All right, dude. Before we wrap this up here, I have a question for you. Yeah. I've been meaning to bring this up, and I keep forgetting to. Uh, it's, a, it's a question about phone protocol. Mm. When you call someone. Okay, so here are the examples. If I call you, say that you weren't expecting my call. It's somebody who I have to say who I am. You might know from the call ID, but I'm like, hey, it's Julio Gallerati. Is it supposed to go like this? Hey, it's Julio Gallerati. How are you? Because then I feel like that question prompts you to now answer how you are, which you don't need to. You know what I mean? And it's also like, okay, or should it be like this? Hey, it's Julio Gallerati. Pause. Oh, hey, Julio. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Is that give a better vibe to the phone call than, hey, hey, it's Julio yeah, Gallerati? Dude, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who talks... Like the first guy, dude. what old gangster rum runner? Dude, they do though. Hey, it's Julia Gallarotti. How are you? Okay, bro. If I'm calling, who the, is that? If I'm calling the movers and they're expecting my call, hey Alfonso, I think that was the guy's actual name. Oh, hey Alfonso, it's Julia Gallarotti. How are you? Oh, I don't mind that. That's actually not as bad. Hey Alfonso, it's Julio Gallarotti. Oh, hey Julio. How are you? I'm good, Alfonso. How are you doing? Yeah, he might not. He might not get that. You might be helping. You might. You. You might be making life easier by getting the "How are you?" in there immediately. But then, is there pressure to answer? Like, should I then be waiting for him to reply, or should I be like, "Hey, it's Julio Gallardi. Want to check in about the move, dude?" I, uh, ooh. Hey, it's Julio, hey, Julio Gallardi. How are you? Anyway, why would I ask how are you? If yeah, it was you don't need small talk with the mover. We, you just don't. It's not even rude. It's just that I don't think they want to waste their time. These are people whose entire lives are built around efficiency. In and out. In any Okay, say it's mover, me, non-mover. Oh, so any situation where you'd be doing that. Because, okay, that may be true to the movers. But in any, like, dealing like well, that. Well, that's why, yeah, I mean, that's where... <laughs> that's where it is different. Because that if you're talking about calling a... A friend or a, I don't know. And you, if you called me and you were like, hey, Francis, it's Julio Gallarotti. How are you? <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. I'd be like, who, who, what? It can't be somebody that you're calling regularly, I guess. That has to be. Another funny thing to say is you take out the it's. Hey, Francis, Julio Gallarotti. That's cool. <laughs> that is cool. There needs to be a comma there. It's That's confusing. insane. Francis, Julio. That's How a fun you? thing too. To when you introduce, when you like shake hands with people, Julio Gallarotti, just state your name, Francis Ellis. I sideways handshake. I like that. That's cool. I forget a lot of the time <laughs> when I meet people to tell them my name, which I fear is a comes off very arrogant. Well, like in what scenario? Like, I'll meet, hey, I'm Francis. Uh, no, no, sorry. 
they hey, say, up? hey. Hey, what's up? I'm, I'm John. It's great to meet you. Thank uh, you. You don't John. even. I just say that and I forget I'm Francis. It's great to meet you. If it's just a random person. Yeah, straight, a new person. Mm. And then they'll say, what's your name? And I'm like, ah. Oh, fuck. yeah. Missed the opportunity there. Fuck me, yeah. dude. What am I doing? <laughs> Why would I Francis. not think he needs to know my name? That's what makes the whole introduction mutual. Otherwise, I'm just an asshole assuming he probably knows my name, or maybe that's how it comes off. Mm. So it's good to have a couple drinks in you, pal. Yeah, we should get back to that. Hey, Francis, Julia Gallerati, how are you? Listen, I was thinking we'd take the old wags out to a a bagatelle on Saturday afternoon. (laughs) What do you think? Eat some dog shit scrambled egg excuse for food. (laughs) Then it's like, all right, who's ready for champagne? (laughs) What? That doesn't typically follow my egg scramble. <laughs> That's Sh- a funny joke. Champagne and then 14 vodka cranberries. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Throw Red Bull in there and then switch to Coronas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm That's, not going to feel good later. Yeah, seriously. That, the Peter Fowler joke, bro. This is one of my f- favorite things he does. He does the like old person phone call where they talk really loud. Yeah. Hey, Julio, it's Peter. Can you hear me? <laughs> it's pretty good dude yeah I recommend that that's one. how we talk that's you talk at the nightclub is that what no, makes no, you think P- that? when he calls me i don't, I don't know what maybe oh think i see julia it's peter can you hear me <laughs> yeah how's it going <laughs> pretty good peter fowler peter fowler facts with ryan facts with ryan no denying facts with ryan so there are 35 <laughs> bob's stores the first store opened in 1954 in Middleton, Connecticut. Yeah, that's that the, the one OG one to? on Main Street? It's the OG. Wow. OG Bob's. That's it. OG Bob's. That's the first one, huh? Yeah. Very, very vague <laughs> fact. Do your research on this. We can't confidently give you this information. You can fully believe us. But the fatality rate uh, via heart attack used to be as high as 50%. However, more than 90% of people survive heart attacks today. Wow. That's a good deal. All right, so then I won't book that doctor. <laughs> and then, uh, although 65% of people in the United States say they've received CPR training at some point in their lives, only 18% of people are up to date on their training. What is up to date? Certification <laughs> is only valid for one year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. So it looks like none of us are fit for yeah. it. Yeah. And then it. you mentioned John Mayer. I just have to say that the John Mayer Lil Yachty petition has a huge amount of signers and signatures so far we are at a whopping 62 to get the two artists to collaborate so if you want to ruin francis's life sign the petition and let's make the dream happen fuck that chris dude chris showed me a clip like playboy cardi performed recently and like playboy cardi already is like screeching kind of but he's like dialed it up to another level he's just going up there going ah I can't even do it. And Chris texted me. He goes, "If Francis watched us, he would just die." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would. I'd get mad. No, yeah, he doesn't. Dude, yeah, it's. I don't even know if I like it. To I be wouldn't honest. like it might that. Be too much. I do like Playboy Cardi though. Yeah. All right, that's it. Cool. We love you guys. Thanks, Goodbye. guys. All um, right, where right. can we find you performing? <laughs> that's it. Um, I'm in Providence, Rhode Island, 14th, 15th of nice. April. Then I'm at Helium in Philly, the 18th of April. And at the Yonkers Comedy Club, 27th to the 29th of April. Tickets at Julio.com. Adding some some more dates over there. Uh, the old Better Late Than Never tour. We'd love to see you there. Francis, what about you? That's sweet, man. Let's see here. I'm in Chicago, guys. Uh, tickets are running very low for that, by the way. Uh, Zany's Rosemont, March 24th and 25th. Uh, then we're on to Austin and then Dallas and then Buffalo, San Francisco, Charlestown, West Virginia with Lil Sass. Also in San Francisco with Lil Sass. Uh, tickets for all that. Here what we need tour. FrancisEllis.com. Thank you, guys. That's Hoops the Podcast. We'll see you soon.